0: hey beautiful people welcome back to love and light if you're new here or new to me welcome i'm sienna but my friends call me c sienna mamacita you get the vibe love and light is a podcast about life i try my best to be share and experience love and light in all of its forms as we all navigate life why not try and process things through a lens of love this space is me documenting my life through that lens and building a community rooted in authenticity think of this podcast essentially as like virtual audio scrapbook of my life, my thoughts, and some really important people in it. Today's topic is quarantine culture, or more accurately, some sort of weird combination of an update on my life and things that I've learned in the past six months since stay-at-home orders were placed, and things that y'all have been doing more about in conversations that I've had. So... Like I said, today marks six months to the day since I flew home to New York and embarked on this weird glitched out simulation of adulthood. In the past six months, I've graduated cum laude. I never thought I'd be able to like actually say that. So I am going to brag on myself a bit. Um, I got into printmaking and stamp carving. I began working with an LLC. I started truly job hunting for the first time started living with my dad for the first time, I launched this podcast and had absolutely no clue what my next step in life really was. If you know me or even if you don't, I'm here to tell you I am that girl that went into college with a four-year plan. From courses and credits to internships and study abroad, I had my four years mapped out and God literally laughed in my face when I said I had a plan for 2020. (laughs) My 2020 alone started off with a trip to London for two weeks and even before the first week of 2020, my plans went to shit. What was supposed to be a fun, flirty vacation with an unofficial partner became a solo trip to grieve the end of that relationship and really do something purely for me. That trip honestly And I don't want to make it seem bigger than it was, but that trip honestly will be like a a turning moment in my life, I believe. Um, So from then, I went back to school, submitted my thesis, poured my heart into my last year, um, especially with my dance team, went to Hawaii for the first time ever for spring break and traveled for the first time with that specific group of friends. And then Miss Rona made her appearance. So now that you're all caught up on where I was and how I got to where I am, I figured it only makes sense to do some reflecting, which is very on-brand for me, I know. But for real. A pandemic is devastating, right? There's no making light of a disease that has plagued the world, taken lives and livelihoods, and exacerbated societal and systemic inequalities. I want to fully acknowledge the weight and severity of COVID-19 as like a disease, but also as what it's caused in our world, right? And if there is a silver lining to, I guess the consequent I don't want to say the consequences, but if there is a silver lining to stay-at-home orders, I think the potential that so much time alone with family and with ourselves has to bring a positive impact is that. And that's what I want to talk about today. From cleaner airports and restaurants to more people walking and getting creative, stay at home orders have uniquely positioned us to reevaluate and reimagine the world we want to live in. You know, we don't want to go back to pre pandemic life because it was atrocious. Um, on a societal level, even if your individual life was great, there are so many things that COVID has exposed or has popularized um, and really amplified the things that people have been saying for years. So this is a chance for us to really embrace our radical imagination. I asked you all what parts of quarantine culture you wanna see continue post pandemic. And some of your responses included wearing a mask when you're feeling ill, redefining productivity, reassessing your source of purpose, using social media as a tool to spread pertinent information, and walking more regularly. I'm loving and living for every single one of these. First, I think wearing a mask has been like weaponized as this paranoid, unnecessary act that infringes on your rights, when in all actuality, it is a selfless, caring act. You do it because you're trying to protect others and minimize any harmful impact you could have on someone. It's literally just like the right thing to do for yourself and for others. So I'm actually not really going to speak on this because I hope that in this community, we all support and understand the importance of wearing a mask. So wear your mask, wash it regularly Something I will talk about, um, and something that I've liked that has emerged during this time is special hours at grocery stores. I think that's something that should continue, um, specifically for like elderly and immunocompromised people. I also think they should add in WIC recipients. Even when there isn't a pandemic, elderly slash immunocompromised people are still more at risk for contracting whatever disease and having a more severe experience slash complications if they do contract it we're all gonna grow old god willing and i feel like elderly people just get so discarded and forgotten in american culture and i don't like that so yeah i think that should continue because like pre-existing health conditions don't only apply to covid and they don't discriminate also, I think that WIC recipients should be added in there because there are specific foods that they can have access to, and so by allowing them to come in before the general opening, it allows them to get first pick from their already limited options before non-WIC people come in, mostly unknowingly, and deplete their already limited supply. I just honestly feel like there should be a store for only WIC recipients, and Or I don't know. I'm thinking that. And I guess my only like hesitation is that it basically outs them when they walk into the store. If you know that that store is specifically for WIC recipients. But on the other hand, I feel like there could be a sense of comfort because once you walk through those doors, only other WIC recipients are shopping there. So there's no shame or there's less shame or guilt or whatever, because everyone is in the same boat as you. And that's not to say that there should be shame if you're a WIC recipient walking in a regular store, but I know people are rude as hell, so I wouldn't be shocked if non-WIC recipients like give weird looks and make slide comments and things like that. I don't know, people are interesting. (laughs) Um, These are just my thoughts though, but yeah, I definitely think that special hours at grocery stores at minimum for elderly and immunocompromised people should continue post-pandemic. A big thing for a lot of people I've spoken to has also been productivity during this time. Really thinking about like what it means and what it looks like. My community, thankfully, is very holistic in their approach to life. And because of that, the conversations around productivity have shifted from What am I actively producing and can show you? Like, what are my deliverables to what (laughs) I can't speak to? What actions am I taking to honor and become the best version of myself? In that breath, like sleep is productive. Rest is productive. Laughter is productive. Post-grad is also the first time I've been unemployed. I had one summer where I didn't work during college and I spent that summer just like traveling and hanging out with friends and really doing me. So I didn't have a job, yes, but I didn't feel unemployed because there wasn't like the need or expectation for me to have a full-time job. But now, now I'm just an adult without a full-time job. Now I'm actually unemployed, which is a new experience and an odd experience. But... I'm giving myself grace. I know that things... Bleh. I know that these things take time. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Companies are laying off more than they're hiring. All of that. I'm still manifesting. By the end of this month, I will secure a full-time job. So I am operating as such. Send me good vibes. Send me any opportunities. Blah, 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 um, No, but for real, I think like productivity should not be tied to a company. Productivity is anything that is progressing you towards the version of yourself that you wanna be. And as long as you're pushing yourself towards your higher self, I say self so many times, but you get the point, then I would define that as productive. In that same breath, it's been really important to have downtime to do this with critical reflection, right? For me, that has also meant distancing my worth from like my work. I've always been like A and B student, honor roll, dean's list, scholarships, blah, blah, blah. So throughout pretty much my entire like schooling career, I always thought that my worth was in being a good student. If I wasn't a good student, what was I good for? My family and teachers always expected it of me So not living up to their standards wasn't an option. And I knew that I was capable of it, but it wasn't as much a priority to me until I realized how much of a priority it was to everyone around me. Um, So going into college was the first time where I didn't let grades really define me as much. I'm still or I guess was, because I don't receive grades anymore. But I was very grade driven, not because it meant intelligence, but because I know that I'm capable of meeting the standards for high grades. I know that I'm capable of getting the A or of getting the B. So it almost feels like I let myself down when I don't achieve those grades, because I didn't do something that I know is within my capacity. If it ever fell outside of my capacity, I was never too hard on myself. Like, chemistry in high school I literally was aiming for a C because I just not that I wasn't capable but I wasn't passionate and I truly was trying my best and I just needed you know more time than one semester to really get a grasp on chemistry it just wasn't something that came as easy to me so my capacity within that time frame for English was very different for chemistry um So, yeah, like even if I got a C on an assignment, I'm not one to really grade grub. I'll ask my teachers about it if I genuinely like disagree or you just counted the points wrong. But in college, I'm thinking now I really don't think I actually challenged a grade, not like out of complacency, but because, again, my grades didn't reflect my worth as a person or student, honestly, because like you can contribute immensely to a classroom or a learning environment and still not get an A or B. Grades literally only measure obedience, but that's a TED talk for another day. So I'm going to move on because I've spoken about worth in almost every podcast so far. But yeah, just reminder, right? Your worth is (laughs) intrinsic. I am struggling, friends. Okay we're gonna get through this <laughs> just a reminder your worth is intrinsic it's not about what you produce or what percentage of the class you were in your worth is simply being exactly who you are and that is so powerful almost on the flip side of that embracing stillness has also been a challenge for me and stay-at-home orders really kind of came for my neck If I'm being honest, I am such a busy bee. I love running errands. I love being busy. I love having a packed day and a color coordinated schedule and looking back on my day and being like, wow, I did so much. Like, I love that. That energy just like, ah, it brings me joy. But with COVID, all of my days had one thing on the agenda, and that was to exist. And what's crazy is that if I listed all of the like worthwhile things I've done in the past six months, which is pretty much the list that I started off with, it's like seven things. I used to do seven things in a day. So to have this stillness that's been forced on us and slowing us down, I think is really difficult. I realized that I operate in extremes and... I want to say not in an unhealthy way, but I guess that's for a therapist to decide. Um, I've said this before, right? But like the reason why energy, sorry, the reason why community is so important to me is because of the energy, right? The energy fuels me being in certain environments around people. I feed off of energy. So when I start my day off with chill energy, that's typically how that day is going to go. I'm not one to have random bursts of energy throughout the day. I will at like 2 a.m. And then I'll be like, nah, it's time to go to sleep, but whatever. Um, but on the other side, if I wake up and I immediately start doing, then I'm going to be doing all day. I'll rearrange my room deep clean just because, read a whole new book, meal prep for the week, because that energy of doing is already running through my veins. I like to either take the full day to rest or the full day to do. But doing two to three things a day, which is like a totally valid way of tackling a to-do list, just doesn't hit the same. I don't know, is that just me? It just doesn't hit the same. It's not as satisfying. (laughs) Looking, I'm thinking like maybe there's like a tiny, tiny bit of like adrenaline that comes from having this day as like a time parameter that's like completely self-imposed. But I feel like having that time crunch adds to the excitement of like having a packed day and being like, can I beat the clock? I don't know, I don't actively think that way, but I also am very like one track minded. So if I say this is getting done today and I fully like am invested in it, it is getting done today. This is so tangential. I was not expecting this, but my point being that having moments of stillness and truly just floating (laughs) through time recently, I found such value in that for myself and what embracing stillness can look like my mind does not go still naturally i am constantly thinking a thousand miles per minute and journaling has always been a great way to express that i've recently discovered that art is a really meditative practice for me that allows me to slow down and create and really focus in my energy on one thing Podcasting is also great because I get to connect with people, but I also have to sit down and think about the topic and write it out and allow myself to be still and be fully present in the topics that I'm addressing. So, like, as post pandemic life is coming closer and closer, right? That light at the end of the COVID tunnel is becoming brighter and brighter. Finding moments of stillness to center myself and really be present in the moment is something I actively want to continue and incorporate into not even like my daily life, but my approach to life. And I'm really hoping that others feel the same way. I don't want to make this too long because I know that y'all enjoy shorter episodes, especially when they're solo episodes. So I'm going to like Semi-rapid-fire all of the responses that I haven't yet touched on just for the sake of I want to address the things that you all send me because this is a community and I enjoy engaging with you all and I always say Yeah, I always think it's fun to hear other people's responses. See what people are up to um, And if you're the person who submitted to hear, you know, your response online, I think that's fun so Yeah The first one being reading, which like, yes, I get caught up in storylines, learn something new, develop new habits. Reading, honestly, is just so fun and educational and entertaining and just like great. I don't know if you need book recommendations. I have a book's highlight on my Insta page. Um, my Insta is Mama.Sita X-I-T-A. And it's also in the description of this if you don't already follow me. (laughs) the second one makes me chuckle. (laughs) Number two, sliding into your DMs. (laughs) Hey, boo. (laughs) Flirty friends are always just like such a fun time and you're one of the best hype men out there. So you can continue to slide into my DMs because we both know what it is and it's great. Um, Three, watching TV. Again, storylines. I have watched and rewatched... Okay, if I'm gonna list all of these. New girl, friends, How I Met Your Mother, How to Get Away with Murder, Insecure, Proud Family, Family Matters, Love Island UK and USA, only the most recent two seasons of both of those. Um, Love is Blind, Married at First Sight, The Circle, um, Lucifer, which like I was so hesitant too because my Christian ass was like, am I about to watch this show? It's actually great. I'm not even going to lie. Um, I love, 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 love storylines and I get way too invested. Hence the obscene amount of television shows that I've watched and gotten invested in. Oh, and SWAT and too many, too many to count. We're moving on. Number four, spending more time with my son yes babe you are such a phenomenal mother i think all families need to take a book out of your page and actually take time to become in tune with each other's needs we are all individuals with unique needs and desires of how we express and experience love and i think it's so important to honor someone as an individual outside of the role that they play in your life and so you saying like becoming more in tune with his needs is so important um and i think we should all be doing that not just with our children although definitely with your children but with your siblings with yourself with your parents like it's so i don't want to make this a huge tangent but i definitely think that it's hard for people to view people as individuals outside of the role that they play in their life right when you think about your cousin you don't think about like them as a person you think about them as your cousin and i think it's easier to kind of create a difference with people that are further the ties aren't as close but like for parents and things i think it's very difficult for people to be like oh well you're not living up to my idea of like what this role should be but you're not looking at them as a person as an individual who just happens to be filling this role That's like another TED talk, so I'm not going to go into it. But yeah, I think it's super important and kudos to you. Five, listening to motivational conference calls. I love this for you. I am not a conference call girl. I don't, it's just not. I don't know. Virtual things really are not for me. Like Zoom meetings, Zoom parties, like meetings are very different because it's like professional. But like Zoom parties, Zoom happy hours, like I don't know. Group virtual things are not it for me. But I love this for you. I love that it's working for you. I love that you're finding things that are working for you in conference calls. And I also know you, right? So I know that this is work related. So like go off. I'm waiting for you to get your caddy. I hope that this podcast can be a source of motivation for y'all. It's definitely something that motivates me to reflect and create, um, again, because I want to be putting out content that I'm proud of. And so, and that's also authentic, right? And so it's motivational versus aspirational and again my friend chisholm had a whole like little instagram story about that and that really just stuck with me because i was like yes like inspiration versus aspiration that is super like foundational i guess to the way that i want to create and engage with communities and i never really thought about it in those words until she said that okay rapid fire six enjoying more snacks without feeling guilty Woo Uh, a sermon for real y'all like i said this in my weight culture episode but like food is fuel food is fun it is not a guilty pleasure because you should not feel guilty about consuming something that brings you pleasure so yeah i just yes eat all the snacks without feeling guilty it is a pandemic we all cope the best that we can we're doing what we can live thrive try new recipes seven low-key stressing honestly like This is such a vibe, such a mood, and I'm so glad that you kind of did that and said this. Um, I think all of us, especially at the beginning, were stressed, right? I know COVID anxiety is real, and my anxiety, personally, has been through the roof. Like, I know that we're in a pandemic. I know that COVID's happening. I know that, like, the world is literally burning down, and those are all valid reasons, and i still don't think that i could actually pinpoint like one specific trigger for why i have such bad like episodes of anxiety but i will literally wake up with my heart racing or like i can't fall asleep because my mind is just running and won't shut off again bringing it back to like moments of stillness and finding ways to honor your emotions without letting them dictate your actions is key so I really hope that you're not feeling this stressed anymore, but if you are, I wanna like affirm you that stress is normal. The world is not normal. Like I know that America decided to slap a mask on and live life as if a pandemic is not happening, but that's false. Okay, the whole literal world shut down because of this pandemic. Stress is in the air, but you are stronger than your stresses. You are stronger than your triggers. And I fully believe in you. Eight, sleeping girl I feel like I have caught up on all 22 years of missed sleep and I don't really think I missed that much sleep if we're being honest but I will sleep like a calm 10 hours after a day of relaxing of doing nothing and then I'll take a one hour nap two hour nap just because I can and it's actually crazy how much our body does for us on a daily basis and the amount of rest that it doesn't take or misses out on and now that I've given my body the opportunity to take this rest it definitely was weird for me to be like why are you sleeping so much like you're not doing anything. But then I was like, here's the thing. I'm sleeping this much because I need to, because my body wants it. My body is asking for it. And it's the first time where I'm actually just letting my body kind of guide what happens. So yes, sleep, dream, thrive. Nine, exercising. I love this for you, but I cannot relate. I, I am exercising, but I'm exercising significantly less during stay at home orders because in college I just lived such a hyperactive lifestyle, which I absolutely adored. It's something that I intentionally like sought out for myself. So even when I'm consistently working out at home and home workouts just don't hit the same, I'm sorry. They just, it's great if they work for you, but they are not as satisfying for me. It's still such a drastic decrease compared to what my body has like been accustomed to for the past four years. So I love that a lot of people are increasing their exercise. No matter how dedicated I am right now, I think it's going to just be a drastic decrease from college life, which I think is normal, um, but yeah. That is all I want to say for today because I know that y'all like shorter solo episodes. So if you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. love you please continue to share submit and stream my insta is mama mama period xita happy latinx heritage month that started two days ago the 15th and i definitely want to do some sort of like content and programming around that so be on the lookout use the submission page on my website and the link is also in the description to submit like stories questions topics i would love 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 to start like engaging with people's stories and reacting or commenting or giving advice on situations and they can be totally anonymous or they cannot be i give you the option in the submission form so just please utilize that i hope you have a wonderful day night week month life um without further ado love and light beautiful people